Welcome to the Courageous and Confident Christian Mom podcast. I'm your host, Marcy Owen, and I'm your self-love coach because when you love yourself, you can then be a courageous and confident force in your life. I'm not good enough. Episode number 16. Well, hello there. Welcome to the podcast today. I want to thank you for listening because I know that you have lots of other options out there. And so thank you for choosing mine to listen to. This is a good one today here. Like I'm not good enough. And that is the main thought as to why a lot of women come to me and some men come to me um, for coaching on and to help them get past that belief that they're not good enough so that they can have more confidence and trust in themselves and improve the relationship that with, that they have with themselves. And so uh, I thought it was high time that I address this thought that all of us have to battle in our lives. Have you ever heard of power sentences? A power sentence is at the base of what drives us in the actions we take or do not take each day. They are very powerful and they have a lot of sneaky cousin thoughts that tag along with them. Okay, so let me describe it to you in this way. I want you to think about your favorite app, that you listen to your music on, okay? Now think about the repeat feature in that app. You can push that button and the song that you wanna hear will play over and over and over until you take that repeat button off. So now I want you to think about the song slash thoughts and the song's called I'm Not Good Enough and then all of its cousin thoughts that show up with it and it's on repeat, okay? And it's a story or a song, so to speak, that you tell yourself about yourself and about your life. It, it is what you believe about yourself and you think it's true. And a lot of times this loop, we are unaware that it's playing. Like the volume's down low, but it's on. And it's been playing for so long that you don't really notice it anymore. It's just there. It's just a thing. It's just a fact. Not good enough. You probably don't even realize that you have these power thoughts, especially if you aren't living consciously. Okay, so before I became a coach, I didn't even know it was that this was a thing. I didn't know that I had certain thoughts that were running my life. Call them power thoughts. Like I didn't know that. I didn't even know that thoughts were just thoughts and that the thoughts I had were like my lens in which I viewed this world and myself. I thought that it was all factual. But here's the thing. Many 
of our thoughts that we operate from are unconscious, they're negative, and they form when we're young from like experiences that we have with our parents or family, in our culture, in our church culture, at school, with friends. And because I didn't learn this work until I was in my early 50s, my main power thought was, I'm not good enough. This was the song that was stuck on repeat, constantly running in the background. And I constantly had this belief that others were better than me. Okay. See, that's one of the sneaky cousin thoughts. Like, so there's the base thought of like, I'm not good enough. And then there's the cousin thought of, yeah, I'm, they're better than me. On some of the sports teams that I played on, there were some where I was the best athlete, but there was the ones that I played on the longest and loved the most where my teammates were better than me. I was a good athlete, but when I was playing with the teammates that played at a collegiate level and that were former All-Americans or even high school, you know, softball coaches, I totally believed this. I like, I think it, I'd like believed that they were better than me. And I think the same thing in school, like I wasn't very smart. See the sneaky cousin thought. Um, I suppose it was running as a mother as well. One of the, if I look back, I'd see my sister-in-law and how her kids really seemed to love her. And um, I would see that and think that I was falling short as a mom. Uh, see the sneaky thought, right? The sneaky cousin thought. So, when we operate from the belief of not being good enough and all the coven cousin thoughts that accompany it, it's like we're at some kind of twisted family reunion. We find that we try to escape from it or outperform it or even try to buffer against it. We find ourselves taking action from a place of scarcity. We've got to be better. And what we're actually doing is we're rejecting ourselves. I like to think of our thoughts in two categories. There's the mean girl and there's the best friend. There's those types of thoughts. And the mean girl is all the negative, finding things wrong with us. And the best friend cares about us and she encourages us and she thinks positively. And what I find happening is the mean girl never shuts the hell up. She's relentless in pointing out all the things wrong with me. She makes it really hard for me to progress if I listen to her because she's so loud and so negative and so nitpicky. When I learned there was a difference between my thoughts and circumstances which are the facts of an experience, my life got better in an instant. Because when I learned that I'm not good enough, that song that was on repeat, that I'd been wanting to get away from, but I didn't know was even there because I thought it was just true. 
I didn't know there was a button that I could just push to make it stop. And that was learning the difference between thoughts and circumstances. I just had to know that it was even a thing and that it was making me feel like crap. And it was affecting the way I was showing up as a person, as a mother, as a wife, as an athlete. Because I was operating from this belief, I then gave my brain an assignment, so to speak, to collect data and evidence to make it be true. And this is one thing I want you to know about your brain your, is like, it's a really, really good at this. I want you to think of your lower brain as it were, as if it were a dedicated, loyal soldier to you. And when you focus on believing a certain way, I'm not good enough, you then tell that soldier to go out there and to nitpick at you and point out anything and everything that's wrong. It even twists things at times because it's so loyal and it wants to prove you right. And this soldier doesn't have the capacity to reason or to weigh things out. It doesn't know that the evidence it's collecting for you is actually harmful to you. The eye sees what the brain focuses on. These thoughts are just sentences that are driving the kinds of feelings that you are feeling and then the kind of actions that you take or not. And therefore, you create the results in your life. You inadvertently create evidence for these very thoughts that you are actually trying to get away from or improve on. It's like when you listen to a song and you dance the dance to that song. You know, if it's a slow um, song, you don't jump up and down and be all rowdy during the song. And if it's a song with a lot of energy and a lot of power, you don't slow dance, right? How you come to believe that it's just true the evidence that your lower brain, you know, the soldier gives you is because you just look around and you're like, yeah, yeah, this is true. I mean, look at all the proof I have. I'm not good enough here. I'm falling short there. I can't get this weight off or keep it off. I have to keep doing this over and over. I'm not good enough. I just don't measure up. I mess up here with my kids or I say the wrong thing. You know, I don't even know how to help this child or this one doesn't even like me or I just don't think God is pleased with me because I'm not holding family night every week or I can't get my scripture reading in each day or I'm not getting to the temple regularly. Brain collects all of this as data. Here's the proof. And you're like, yeah, this is so true. Like I suck. I'm not good enough. When I work with my clients, I find that some of them think that they really need to get to the root of why they don't think they're good enough. They think that if they can just go back and figure that out, find the experience or whatever it is that started this belief, that then they would be able to move on from it. And so while therapy is an avenue for, to explore and to find you know, the root cause of this belief system. Yes, it's important and 
you know when you need that. But I also want you to know that it's not always necessary either. Because what happens when you want to go back and find this root cause, like what, what was it? What's wrong with me? And what it does is this takes you down this rabbit hole that is never ending. And you know what? Here's the thing is what you're always going to find. This is what you're always going to find every single time with myself or every single time with my clients. It's like this fear of not being good enough. And we don't think we are. It's a core fear that every single human being operates from. They, we all have it running beneath the surface. You know, like that song that stuck, stuck on repeat. It's always, always there. And that's enough to know. That's enough for me as a coach to take you from there and move you forward. So what's more beneficial is exploring today. What are you thinking and why are we choosing to believe that, right? And then from there, that's where I coach and, and that's where we move forward from there. My goal today is to let everyone know that believes they aren't good enough or any other cousin thought that's running and you want to change that song that's currently playing, first of all, you need to understand. Okay, are you ready? Listen up, because this is life-changing. This power thought is just a thought. Now, I know you think it's really true though, Marcy. No, it's true. It's not. It's not. It's just a thought. And it's optional. It is just an optional sentence in your brain that you can choose to change. You can learn the skills of moving on from it and letting it go, changing, taking the button off of repeat. But the first thing is, is you have to be aware. Awareness is the first step. And when I'm telling you, when you have this light bulb moment, and I hope you're having it on this podcast, I do. I hope that you're having this awareness like what? It's just a thought. It's not a fact. I swear you're going to lose 50 pounds when you realize it's just a thought and it's not a fact. When I had this awareness, I was like, what? Wait, 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 wait. All this time I've thought I wasn't good enough that they were just better than me. It wasn't real? Wait, it actually isn't a fact? I was like, what? And then it was just like so freeing. It's kind of mind bending because when you've operated from that belief for so long and then to consider it could be false, it could just be a made up construct that you've been operating from. Oh my word. I'm not kidding. It felt like the biggest weight went off my shoulders. It's freeing. And when you open up to the possibility that you could be wrong about this 
and that it's not a fact. As you continue each day with that awareness and that possibility, your brain is going to start to see evidence that it was missing all along. Remember, the eye sees what the brain focuses on, okay? And what you're going to find is that that loyal soldier, because you're giving it a new focus, it's going to start to open up to bringing you some other information. Because what was happening before when you were only focusing, I'm not good enough, it's just a fact, or they're better than me, or whatever the, the sneaky cousin thought is, the soldier was would maybe see something, and then it would be like, nope, nope, uh, just delete that, just and it would just, you know, brush it off, because that's not the direction it was given, okay? But now, when we open up with a new direction, it's going to start to see other evidence, and I remember when, as a ball player, the soldier brought to me, it's like, hey, wait, what? Okay, actually, guess what? You, like, I've been holding my own with these former collegiate athletes. They've been through all kinds of training and experiences. Like, hmm, wait, interesting. And I have not, and I'm like holding my own with them. I'm contributing, huh? And hey, guess what else? Actually, you know that season that you won the batting title for the whole freaking league that you discounted? Huh? Hey, actually, maybe I am good enough. Actually, I have been, and I am. Here's the thing. I want to give you an assignment. Just get a piece of paper and a pen, and I want you to write down all the negative power thoughts, because this is the wrong kind of power. We don't want to have this kind of power, okay, running the show. And so we're going to write down all these, the negative thoughts that you've been believing that you've also been wanting to change, and write at the top of your paper, like what I believe to be true about me. And I want you to just list the thoughts out. Just because you're writing them doesn't mean it's true. And I think, I want you to know your brain's probably going to be a little bit afraid of this. It's like, no, we don't, we don't want to do that because it takes effort, but also like uh, it could be true. Like if we, we don't want to admit this, we don't want to put this out, put this out there. I want you to just tell it it's okay. We're just exploring. It's not a problem. We're on a treasure hunt. So I want you to list all the thoughts out. For example, I'm not good enough. They're better than me. I'm not worthy. I'm not lovable. I'm not doing it right. I'm falling short. Whatever they are, okay? Then the next thing I want you to do is I want you to notice how each one of these thoughts make you feel. What's the emotion? Okay, emotion is one word. It's not more thoughts. So do they make you feel sad? insecure, hopeless, inadequate, unlovable. Then I want you to do some exploring in this light. With each thought, I want you to just ask yourself, who would I be without this thought? Write it down, like see it, 
who would I be if I didn't believe this? What would I do differently? And what would I stop doing? Ask yourself, does this thought serve me? Sometimes it does, but not in a good way. It serves us because actually we don't have to take responsibility. We can blame somebody else or we can stay mad at somebody else, like whatever it is. Like, does it serve you in some way? If it does serve you, it's not helping you, most likely. I would only be able to know that if I was coaching, helping you through that, to take a look at that. What if the the opposite was true? Hmm, what if, what would that mean for me? Ask yourself, am I willing to give this thought up? How would my life change if I did? Now, I don't want you to rush through this. Like if needed, let it take a few days for you to go through this exercise. I want you to be able to come up with new power thoughts that actually serve you, okay? And help you create for you the love for yourself and help you create the kind of relationships in life you desire. So let's get some of these kinds of power thoughts on the playlist on repeat with the volume up a little louder. Yeah. Here's some optional power thoughts. Choose what aligns with you. Okay. I am a beloved daughter of heavenly parents with divine nature and eternal destiny. I am perfect just the way I am with all my strengths and imperfections. I am divine. I am smart enough. I'm beautiful enough. My body is good enough just the way it is. I am good enough. Here's the thing. All you need is a grain of mustard seed of belief for your new power thought. We don't have to be like, oh, hell yes, I believe this. We don't have to. We just need a little bit of a like, yeah, okay, maybe just a little bit of a belief. And then you must nurture it by using the skill of managing your mind and talking back to these habit thoughts that we've had all these years. It takes practice and it takes persistence. I promise you it's totally possible. If this feels like it's too much for you to try on your own, I don't want you to give up. Okay. Or if you can't wrap your head around this or need help coming up with new thoughts, and what to do next. I don't want you to despair. I'm here for you. Because a lot of times when I do this work with my clients, they're, they're like, um, I don't know. I don't know what else I can think because they're so used to thinking the other thoughts that their brain's like, I got nothing. I'm here for you. If you want help, just go to my website, which is brand new by the way. And it's gorgeous. So go check it out anyway. Anywho, if, if you would like help, go to my website and click on the schedule, a clarity call with me and I'll help you. Okay. So that's all I have for you today. If you enjoy listening to this podcast, please subscribe, rate, and give it a review. Help me spread the good news about power thoughts and I'm not good enough and share this episode with someone that you know would benefit from it. And if no one has told you today, I love you and I believe in you. And by becoming more aware of your thoughts, you will then make way for you to be a more courageous and confident 
mom, person, wife, human being, follower of Christ. And last but not least, what is one thing that you're going to take away from this episode to work on, to understand, to comprehend? What will you start doing and what will you stop doing? If you want to take these concepts that you learned on the podcast and you want to learn how to apply them deeper and become more skilled and become a more courageous and confident you, have to talk. Go to my website, www.marcyowen.com and schedule a time to chat with me.